Hi, I'm Suzanne LeGrand, and this is The Shaman's Notebook. Today, my guest is Helen McConnell, who is an EFT, or Emotional Freedom Technique Practitioner. Welcome. Thank you so much, Suzanne. I'm happy to be here. To begin, for those who may not be familiar with Emotional Freedom Technique, or tapping, could you explain what it is and how it works? Sure, I'll do my best to make it as succinct as possible. This technique was developed and was called emotional freedom techniques, but most people call it tapping because that's easier to say. And it actually involves tapping on acupuncture meridian points with your fingers. And the beautiful thing is, even though I'm a practitioner, I don't have to be in the same room or the same country with people. I can tap via Zoom or phone. I'm not actually, it's rare that I actually tap on a client. They tap on themselves while I instruct them what to do. Great. And so when you say you're tapping on meridian points, mm -hmm. what does, could you explain a little bit more? What does that mean? What does that mean? Yes. So um, most people these days are pretty familiar with acupuncture, and if you have ever had acupuncture, the, the acupuncturist finds a meridian point along these energy lines in your body. Energy meridians can't be seen, but modern science has begin to, begun to measure them. They actually do exist, which we've always known. So, But for tapping, for this technique, we have eight pretty consistent points that we use. They're really simple, and as we tap on them, are your well, no. as I tap on my tapping points or you tap on yours, your um, fight or flight response goes way down. Your nervous system gets calmed down. You can reclaim your true self through calming yourself down on a regular basis. And um, and when we're doing work on a trauma or something, we actually activate the trauma to some extent and have you tap. So your body gets this, this this message that, oh, I'm thinking about a trauma that happened maybe yesterday or maybe 40 years ago. And I'm telling my body with this tapping that even though I'm thinking about that, I'm actually okay. And that's an oversimplification, but as you calm your nervous system, you're, you're thinking about something traumatic and calming your nervous system at the same time. And the, the body and the mind rewrites those um, neural connections, neuronal connections. And then ideally with trauma, it's not that you forget the trauma, but it no longer activates your nervous system the way it used to, and you are free. A lot of people talk about the, the book, The Body Keeps the Score, mm -hmm. and about how trauma ha is held in the cells of our body, sometimes trauma from our ancestors. Absolutely. And I know that you are somewhat of an expert in tapping to release trauma. Or to I have, I have done a lot of trauma work because yeah. I, because uh, the reason I'm so passionate about trauma is because I had so much trauma and, and my kind of trauma is not what you would call your sort of typical it probably is pretty typical but it's not that i got raped or or beat up i had a different kind of trauma growing up and it doesn't really matter what the the cause of the trauma is the source of the trauma the symptoms are the same i couldn't concentrate i was uncomfortable in my own skin i became an alcoholic at a really young age alcoholic and a drug addict so when i got i got sober long before i ever found tapping or I should say tapping found me but I still 
there was still something so missing, even working the 12 steps. And when I found tapping, it was like, ah, this is it. This is what I've been searching for or waiting for, or didn't even know, didn't even allow myself to hope it existed. The first time I ever tapped, I tapped along with a video that I got in an email. And I knew something, I could feel it in my body. This shift happens when we tap. And I thought, wow, I don't know how to explain that, but that was really good. I knew something really good was happening. And, and you, I've been in love it with it ever like since. it sounds like you felt it. You felt it in your body. Yes. Uh, m oftentimes, not always, but uh, most times people feel it in their body. They feel a subtle or not so subtle shift in their energy system or in the tension that we've been holding in our body for so long. And it is pretty profound when it happens. So how did you find tapping? I do not remember who sent me the email, but it was an email with Jessica Ortner in it. And Jessica Ortner is well known in the tapping world. So it was when she was first getting started. So 12 or so 13 years ago. And I tapped along and I, I can remember where I was sitting, what I was doing. I was in my bedroom watching this video and I thought, I have to learn more about this. But I'll tell you quick, before I even learned much more about it, I was at work, I had a job where they had that, in a couple of days, they had a panel discussion. And I was at the panel discussion. I wasn't on the stage, I wasn't part of the panel, I was in the audience. And they asked for questions. And I was, I had a question, but I was terrified to raise my hand. I just could already feel my heart racing I knew that if I spoke at that point, my voice would be all shaky. And, you know, I'm sure many people have had that experience. So I subtly, subtly started tapping on myself on the acupuncture points while I was sitting there. I did a, a round the, the points, maybe second round. I don't know. It was pretty, pretty short period of time. And all of a sudden my hand went up like without any hesitation, like all that, that's what left me was the hesitation. I got called on and I heard this voice coming out of me that was not at all nervous, not at all scared, confident. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. And then what was really amazing is I asked the question and I heard the answer. And I don't know about you, but in the past, if I'd ever asked a question, I, I would be so activated that I wouldn't even hear the answer. That, that day I knew I have to, to help get this out to the world because I know I'm not the only one who suffers from fear of speaking or my old traumas or whatever. And I just became just a devotee. Now you have been practicing EFT or tapping for, for many years now. About 12, 10 or 12 years. Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting that tapping can be used for both physical issues as well as emotional ones. Could you talk a little bit about some of the common problems that your clients deal with that tapping has been helpful for? Absolutely. I'd love to, because I get really excited about that. And I will tell your listeners, because a lot of people go, well, it can't possibly work if it works on physical and emotional, but here's the deal. Everything we do as humans has an emotional component and tapping works on the emotions whether you're aware of it or not, including pain. Uh, if you're suffering from severe pain or chronic pain, there's an emotional component. And I'm not saying, oh, it's all in your head. I'm not saying that at all. But whether the emotional component is, uh, you know, 
just sitting there suffering or there's a deep emotional component that is the actual root cause of your pain tapping can clear it and why not try it there are no negative side effects to tapping so i always encourage people let's try it and see what happens so over the years i i really do feel blessed to have been able to work with so many wonderful people literally all over the world and people come to me for a variety of reasons but some of the ones that stand out um are i helped a woman who had um uh, chronic fatigue or fibro oh, fibromyalgia is what she called it and we we did three one-hour sessions together by zoom and her fibromyalgia symptoms are gone and never have returned. Wow. No, I'm not saying, oh, absolutely, it's always that way, but it often happens like that. And tapping most times, if the if the symptoms leave, they don't come back. And it doesn't always happen in three sessions because people have all different sorts of layers of stuff. Um, I worked with a young man who is, I think he's 18 when I worked with 17 or 18 and he's transitioning. She is transitioning to he. And he was suffering from an undiagnosable uh, pain in his stomach that he'd had for several years. And we did one session and the pain went away and he his mother tells me it has not returned. And so, you know, these are those things that how, the body and the mind and the emotions are all connected. We can't, we, we got to stop denying that. So I've worked with um, plantar fasciitis, this woman called me and set up a, she, we were just going to do a consultation. Plantar fasciitis is that thing in your foot that, you know, people don't, people, most people know what it is. And she couldn't walk very well by the time she got in touch with me. And she'd already been to several specialists and she was just about getting ready to schedule some kind of surgery we got on the phone and i looked in my uh metaphysical anatomy book to see what the emotional component is behind plantar fasciitis and i, I was reading it out loud and she goes oh my god oh my god and she everything relate everything was exactly what she'd been going through so not only understanding that and then we just started tapping on these things that had happened and her foot pain went away never came back i know that they when i say they never came back because i check with these people to see if it's still holding you know it's not always quite that fast but i like the fast ones it's interesting that they came to you after they had tried other things oh yeah well <laughs> who's going to come and do this silly tapping stuff until they know it works right. or until they're desperate enough to try it do you think that perhaps it works because it works on multiple levels, whereas oftentimes more traditional forms of healing only address one part of the problem, the physical part. Ab absolutely. And I think even Western medicine, a little bit, is coming around to this idea we can't ignore the emotions. And I see it more and more with different types of doctors, you know, but even some mainstream doctors are realizing. We can't diagnose somebody and then not deal with their emotions from the diagnosis, the trauma of the diagnosis and expect them to get better. It doesn't work. So yeah, I, I, and I'm, I'm a full believer in complementary medicine. If that's, if that's your bent, that's great. I mean, 
I don't want to tell anybody, don't take medication, don't do what your doctor says. That I would never say that. But if if you want to try tapping first, because there are no known negative side effects, give it a try and and get a practitioner if you can, because we can't we can't do our own stuff. I, I would like to explain that just for a sec. I always teach my clients how to tap because and when i do my meetup i teach everybody this is how you tap do it do it often but there's always going to come a point when you're work, working on yourself if you will where you just get stuck your mind does not want you to see certain things or does not want you to consider uh, a, a new option because you're so used to thinking a certain way a friend of mine says you need to think outside the box and the instructions for thinking outside the box are on the outside of the box you know <laughs> and so tapping with a practitioner somebody who can read the outside of the box and help you see different kinds of thinking help you experience different kinds of thinking is sometimes absolutely crucial i have my own tapping practitioner you do tapping meetups where you work with a group Mm -hmm. Can you explain a little bit how that works? I can. In tapping, we call that borrowing benefits. So when I do a group tapping, whether it's live or on Zoom, we only do Zoom these days, which is great. I like being on Zoom. But you, Suzanne, have experienced the group experience, so you know. Um, when we tap together as a group, I focus on one person, usually, a, you know, one, their issue, problem, pain, whatever. And I invite everybody to tap along and just say what we're saying use our words and i say don't worry by tapping on you know mary's elbow pain it does not mean you are going to get elbow pain the beautiful thing about the human mind the unconscious mind will take whatever we're tapping on and it'll make it personal to you and we get these incredibly amazing i call them quantum results when we tap as a group i think I think in many cases, most cases, a group is actually more effective than you know one-on-one -on -one tapping, unless there's a lot of trauma, a lot of that that people haven't done a lot of work on. Then we can activate people in a bet in a way that isn't helpful. But for the most part, group work is is I'll tell you why it's so effective. If you are if you are sitting in the group and you are not the person I'm actually tapping with and you have something that you've been resisting working on, your mind has the freedom to watch somebody else do it. And it's working on it, but it's not so in, it's not, doesn't seem like it's about you, but it's still working on it. You're saying that even if we are all tapping together on an issue that one person in the group is having, mm -hmm it still has an effect on all of us yeah absolutely well it either has an effect on every person in the group getting some kind of result or or the people who are tapping along are aiding the person who's who's doing that you know who has the problem it's just a beautiful experience and it really brings us back to we are all connected we are all one you start to realize oh my gosh everyone has the same emotions we just have different stories and tapping doesn't care about the story. In fact, people, I always tell them, I don't want to know the story. I really don't need the story for the most part. Just give me a few words. I don't want to re reinforce the old story you've been telling yourself. Let's, let's just move beyond that. 
do you find that people get lost in the stories of their own pain? Oh, <laughs> I did until a few years ago. I would get lost in my own stories. I get it. You get it. You go into a trance when you're talking about your your traumas or your pain or you know daddy didn't love me kind of things and i'm not making fun of people i we do go into a trance and tapping is like a gentle slap on the face that says wake up it's time to wake up now so you do a lot of different webinars that are focused on specific themes that a lot of people have sometimes mm -hmm. um sometimes traumas but also just general patterns that that a lot that hold people back yes one of the webinars that you did recently was a webinar on fear of asking for what you want asking for what you want or speaking in any form is a very common deeply embedded fear and it could be familial or generational or cultural but it is time for all of us if we want equality in the world everyone needs to have a clear calm concise voice a, a, a way of speaking that people can hear you know people know i'm afraid to ask for what i want we go a little further and say why why are you afraid of of asking for what you want that it might backfire and then what and most of us don't our unconscious mind doesn't let us get past that but can you imagine if you could clearly and concisely and calmly ask for what you want and still be okay if they say no? Can you imagine what your life is going to be like when that happens? And, and again, this is a real personal one for me. Ha having had relationships where I was afraid to ask for what I want. I mean, I was afraid to say what I need or not, not any, a lot of it wasn't even just fear. It was like, I don't even know, but I know I don't want this. And so, yeah, I'm really passionate about helping people with their relationships. I love helping people with their relationships. It's really fun. Um, would would you want to do a little tapping around that week so I, I could help show to. people? Yeah, why not? Why don't we try um, a little bit of this just to give people a sense mm -hmm. of how tapping works works in practice? Okay, and I will say the names of the tapping points. I'll describe them and and have everybody if you're interested just tap along with whatever suzanne and i do and just notice i mean you may get results you may not but the, either way it's not going to hurt you and you can begin to have the experience of of but i would say so for something like this i would say to suzanne is there something specific that you've hesitated asking for that you can think of mm. we try to go as specific as possible yes yes um i find it very difficult to ask for support okay all right all right and so um let's see all right so i i've been doing this a long time i'm very intuitive with my tapping and so i would say i'm gonna follow whatever intuition i get uh do you have any idea what would happen if you asked for support what are you afraid would happen I would be rejected. Okay. Is there any in if you got rejected, what does that mean to you? You know, tell me what what you think that means. It it actually goes to really basic survival fears. Mm -hmm. If I am rejected or I don't please somebody, I may not survive. Okay. 
All right. So the first thing I'm going to do with an adult like you is ask you logically, is that true? No, but it feels true. Absolutely. Because that's the emotional component. So this is why I tell people you can't oftentimes can't logic your way out of these things. Otherwise, you'd be going to talk therapy and trying to figure it out. And you can even find the, the root cause. Where did you first get rejected when you asked for support? And sometimes we do that. But I want you to notice this survival fear. Can you feel it right now when you talk about this? Yep. Okay. And where do you feel it in your body? It's in my solar plexus. Okay. I, I want to clench. Okay. And zero to 10 on the scale. How intense does it feel just thinking about it? Wow, it's it's a 10. It's pretty, pretty, pretty intense. And I want people to know the reason we measure, it's all totally a, a subjective measurement. It's just so we can see how it changes, if it changes. And this clenching feeling, it, can you get an image of, can you give me a, a metaphorical image of the clenching? I have a feeling, feels like I'm cowering in a corner, like I want to disappear. Okay. And do you ever have issues with not being seen? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. They all go together. Right. They all not being seen, not being heard, and then feeling like, how come nobody sees me? I don't feel appreciated. I, nobody bought my last whatever, because that energy of the clenching in your solar plexus and i want everybody to know this it's not like you chose this it just happens it's it's sort of programmed in after a long time conditioned in is probably a better word that energy will push people away without you even knowing it as opposed to the open solar plexus that invites people in so let's do some tapping everybody just tap on the side of your hand we tap on the soft fleshy side of the hand we'll do traditional tapping and just say even though I feel this clenched feeling in my solar plexus. Even though I feel this clenched feeling in my solar plexus. Um, when I think about asking for support. When I think about asking for support. And being rejected. And being rejected. I deeply and completely accept myself and my feelings. I deeply and completely accept myself and my feelings. So even though I feel this clenched feeling in my solar plexus, even though I feel this clenched feeling in my solar plexus, like I'm cowering in a corner, like I'm cowering in a corner, and I just want to disappear, and I just want to disappear. And all I really wanted to do, and all I really wanted to do was ask for support, was ask for support. And I deeply and completely accept myself and my feelings. And I deeply and completely accept myself and my feelings. Even though I want to ask for support. Even though I want to ask for support. But I'm afraid it won't please some people. But I'm afraid it won't please some people. I, I deeply and completely accept myself. I deeply and completely accept myself. Okay. And I just want to in, educate as we go. I'm just asking Suzanne. I mean, we're stating things that basically she gave me the information about. Okay. So now you're going to tap on the top of your head and say this clenched feeling in my solar plexus. This clenched feeling in my solar plexus. On the eyebrow. Just thinking about asking for support. Just thinking about asking for support. Side of the eye. I really want support. I really want support. 
Under the eye, but I'm afraid to ask. But I'm afraid to ask. Under the nose, somebody might not be pleased with me. Somebody might not be pleased with me. On the chin, if I ask for support. If I ask for support. Collarbone, someone might reject me. Someone might reject me. Under the arm, if I ask for support. If I ask for support. Top of the head, so I will reject my own needs. So I will reject my own needs. And that's what my unconscious mind. And that's what my unconscious mind. Side of the eye has determined is my survival plan. Is deter has determined is my survival plan. Under the eye. And that's not working for me. And that is not working for me. Under the nose. I'd like to be free of this clenched feeling. I'd like to be free of this clenched feeling. On the chin that's based on something my mind made up. That's based on something my mind made up. Collarbone that I might be rejected. That I might be rejected. Under the arm if I ask for support. If I ask for support. All right. And then you just take a gentle breath there. We don't have time to do too much, but I just want to check. Breathe in and exhale. And with tapping, we always try to go back and sort of poke the wound, if you will. I just want you to think about asking for support. And notice right now, right here, right now, how does that feel when you think about asking for support? Does it still feel scary at a 10? No. Five. Okay. Wow, that's so interesting. Uh -huh. it's, it's as we were doing the tapping, I could feel this, this clenched part of me relaxing towards mm -hmm. the, right towards the end of, yeah. of the tapping. Well, and what did that take us 20 seconds, you know, 30 seconds? It's very fast. It can be very fast. So, and we only did basically one round of tapping. We went around twice, but um, we can begin to notice these types of results really quickly. And I notice now the listeners don't know, but I can see you right now on Zoom. And I notice your mind, it looks like you're looking or thinking about something, like something came up for you. Did you get an image? um well i was just thinking about how interesting that these feelings are this this idea that you can actually get at these feelings that have been so um deep and long-standing mm -hmm. i mean it feels like it's a it's a very quick and direct form of therapy and part of me says, how could this work? <laughs> You're not the only one. How could this work so fast? It's too easy, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's also very true that as I'm, as I'm speaking with you, I feel calmer. I feel mm -hmm. like there's been, like I feel a little bit of a release. If people would like to find out more about your work, where can they go? My website is HelenMcConnell.com, and people can go there and poke around and see what's in there. It's McConnell, M-C-C-O-N-N-E-L-L. -L. I'm sure you'll put it in the link, but it's HelenMcConnell.com. And my YouTube channel is Helen McConnell. And I do everything with my name just to keep things simple. And I want people, I want you to experience it. You can schedule a free consultation. I'll, sh I'll tell you more about it in 20 minutes, what we can do in 20 minutes. And then if you wanna do more work, you can, or you can join my monthly free meetup on Zoom. 
anywhere in the world. I have people that come to my monthly meetup. Some come from the UK, all over the United States and here in Portland and wherever and in Canada and stuff, they come and it, it's such an amazing experience. So I encourage people to, to check that out. Those things are free resources. I wrote a book. That, oh, tell that, us about your book. It's called 10 Simple Things You Can Do Now to Profoundly Change the World. The most profound things we can do to profoundly change the world are inside things. The book isn't about how to go start a nonprofit, although you may feel inspired to do that after you work on your own stuff. What's an example of one inside thing you can do? Stop judging yourself. That's the first chapter. Mm. Wow, that's that's a tall order. It's a tall order, but tapping makes it so much easier. Tapping to me is a wonderful tool for helping us to begin to take control of the things we have control of and let loose of the things we don't have control of. And we mostly don't have control over a lot of stuff, most things that we think we do, but we do have control over not so much what we think, although we can adjust that over, over time, but how we react to what we think and how we react to what we experience. And most of that for most everybody is habitual. So if you don't like the way your life is working, you need to change your thinking and tapping is the fastest way I know to help you change your thinking. I have been speaking today with Helen McConnell, who is a master EFT or tapping practitioner, also an incredible teacher and coach. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Suzanne, for the opportunity to share tapping with more people. I am Suzanne Legrand, and this is The Shaman's Notebook. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe in the link below or leave a comment. Thanks.